and, and the people can realize if it's not attached to a political thing, we don't hate you. We, we then go, oh, that makes sense. Blair White, you know, looks like a woman, is a woman. I mean, at least Alex Jones is willing to go as far as saying Blair White is a woman. He did say that. Do you think it was the chemicals that, 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 that because we know the studies are there, that embryo... Oh, are we getting to the chemicals turn the frogs gay and trans? Chronically put you that direction? Uh, I'm not writing it off. I mean... Here for the next hour and a half. I appreciate you fellow Austin tonight now. Lived here a few years. Great to have you here. You and Michael Malice and Joe Rogan, you know, co-hosting, doing a great job. We co-hosted here about a year ago with the Tim Pool. Yeah, that was amazing. So fun. And so I just want to say this up front. There are people that watch this show, and it became a big issue a few months ago, saying Jones is a hypocrite. He hates transgender people. He hates gay people. He hates everybody. But then he's nice to Blair White. That's all a media lie. Okay. I don't care if you're heterosexual, homosexual, whatever you are, black, white, old, young, as long as you're not a communist, as long as you're not targeting children. And Blair, since I've known Blair eight years, was speaking up about this targeting. That Blair's a good person. Before anyone almost literally saying one of the good ones, you know, thinking, <laughs> dancing around it, but pretty much that's, that's the message here. Now, you know, I, am, I have nothing against trans people as long as they're not, you know, communist trans people. And the, the vast majority obviously are groomers, pedophiles, but not Blair White. As long as I've known Blair White, she's the only one who speaks out against the groomers and the pedophiles. So. Someone else, by the way. Like before it was a national topic, before, you know, every headline was about trans kids and which states are banning, whatever I was. What, what did you say about that? I think I, we got a clip. I actually had moved to Michigan at the age of 19 to be with a boy. Obviously that relationship didn't work out. And when I was living in Michigan, all my gender dysphoria that I had experienced from age five and on had come to a really, really awful head. Um, Blair White also on Joe Rogan's program said that she knew that she was trans when she was five years old. That's uh, two separate clips that exist of Blair White saying that. Although the right doesn't seem to accept that. They they like putting Blair uh, White, like platforming her when they have the opportunity to use her. As again, you know, this is one of the few good ones. Uh, this is not like the rest, uh, you know, who are all groomers and pedophiles. And one person is willing to call them all out because there's no such thing as trans children, right? I mean, I guess adults decide to become trans later in life or something like that, right? That's, that's as far as I'm willing to go. Talking about this forever ago. So. so let's talk about you instead of me ranting here. I just, I just want to say you've been my friend, uh, you know, good friend since you moved to Austin. Part of this is we see a 270-pound man who looks like, a, looks like Hulk Hogan, hey. and he starts breaking stuff saying it's ma'am. We see that as a fraud. He's a former prisoner. He's a convict. He's doing this because it lets him be in general population. So, again, you, you are the uh, fucking arbiter. That's that's what Alex Jones wants to be here. Alex Jones gets to pick. Obviously, you know, in this case, I choose to not believe it. In your case, uh, it's difficult for me to make the same arguments. So maybe maybe that's where we are here, I, I think. Women, that's a fraud. But we see somebody that has transitioned and it, it, a woman by every aspect. And I think people kind of like get like okay somebody made that decision because that is actually what they were what they were and, and the people can realize if it's not attached to a political thing we don't hate you we, we then go oh that makes sense blair white you know looks like a woman is a woman i mean at least alex jones is willing to go as far as saying blair white is a woman he did say that
the first part is that like with conditions there's terms and conditions right terms and conditions for uh you know alex jones saying trans rights are human rights he's he's willing to go as far as trans women are women if he so chooses and and decides that they are women so it's going to be it's going to be a case-by-case scenario basically is what we're looking at here yeah compared to what these what these giant men are who just want to be in general population with women in prison so trans women are women if it's Blair White. Okay, so Alex Jones has gone that far. But uh, the other cases are are clearly, clearly imposters. So, so you know, Alex Jones accepts that trans people exist and that trans women are women if they are Blair White. Uh, but then the rest of the cases are going to be on a case-by-case basis for him. Right, and that's the unfortunate part is that we have this society that is obsessed with tolerance at all costs, obviously, and inclusion of all, at all costs. And so there are literal... You know, convicts and people who commit crimes, sometimes violent ones, that understand that at the very least, them saying all of a sudden that they're trans is going to maybe not get a sentence reduction, but it's going to place them in a little bit of a nicer prison. It's going to place them in a little bit of a nicer situation. This is a, a wild assumption, by the way, that you think for some reason that women's prisons are just like the nicest of conditions. There, you know, there's there's flower arrangements. It smells lovely. They they have really uh, delicious four course dinners every evening. They're, they're uh, much better than male prisons. So it, it, there's an incentivization then for for of course men to want to get into those prisons and also to be surrounded by women who they can victimize. That's that's what's going on here. And you know, a lot of them are also. That's the other thing. Okay, if we want to go deep, there's. There's really several types of trans people, trans. There are people who felt that way from a very young age and then whatever, like me. And then there are people who do it for a fetish and it's like a sexual thing. And those ones are very different. Those are the ones that like, there's gonna end up being- They're the perverse in the bathroom. 100%, 100%. Whereas for me, you know, there was nothing ever so again, Alex Jones is willing to get to this degree now. I guess he's going to differ from like a Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles. You know, there there is no trans women are women if it's Blair White for those two. You know, but for like the Jeremy, the quartering, you know, or the Alex Jones, uh, they're they're willing to accept. Well, Blair White. I mean, I mean, yeah, if we look at Blair White, then I, I just I simply can't make an argument uh, that that's a man. So clearly, in this case, uh, yeah, all right, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. But then uh, you can definitely say the the majority of uh, the rest are perverts, perverts and deviants sexual about it it was just about who i was and what i wanted to do do, do you, i mean you you, you I, mean, I would say like you put you in front of ten thousand people they i knew a guard at ohio's women's prison they said that the women were way more violent than the men's prison i mean uh, an anecdote but an interesting one nonetheless say that's a woman do you think it was the chemicals that that, that, that because we know the studies are there that embryo oh are we getting to the chemicals turn the frogs gay and trans put you that direction uh i'm not writing it off i mean see like i i don't think i'd ever have this opportunity but if i was sitting across from alex jones and he was like staring me in the face and then he's like so lance you're uh what do we call this a pan sexual a pen pain uh pen pansexual alex yeah yeah okay so so do you think that maybe it was the water, the water up in Canada? I know that they're putting lots of fluorazine in that water. Do you think that could be the reason? So then sit there and then be like, well, here's that opportunity I have before me to throw the entire queer community under the bus for the benefit of Alex Jones and the right. Uh, well, I guess, you know, take that opportunity as it comes. I've thought about it a lot. I think like, okay, so what caused this? Because it's clearly an anomaly, right? Even at best. Hmm.
past, you know, the trans community. But we shouldn't be mad at you for that. This is who you are. Right. I mean, a society. It's so wild seeing Alex Jones trying to play like, you know, this is this is as woke as Alex Jones is going to get. OK, this man is a monstrously horrifying transphobe who spends so much time in segments like Alex Jones is one of those people who if we had compilation clips put together that weren't the funny ones, because everyone knows the funny ones. Oh, they're turning the frogs. Play. Ah, blah, blah. That, that stuff's all like, oh, yeah, Alex Jones is such a meme. What a meme. You know what a meme of a meme that gives him a lot of cover because there's a lot of segments where Alex Jones is just saying some of those vile, horrifying, fucking bigoted statements you could possibly imagine and then afterwards you know and not like way in the past you know it was like it was this year that i was listening to one of those episodes on alex jones where uh knowledge fight was covering him talking about how gay men eat poo you know spreading like fucking 1980s era homophobic shit where he's like oh you know a lot of them you know have hiv and aids and this usually results of them uh and, and their sexual activity and, and their deviance and, and eating you know fecal matter and stuff like that and it's like, yeah, this this is like it is fucking as vile as it gets, you know. But but again, it's one of those things where it's it's Alex Jones uh, and he's the meme, so obviously it's just a lull, right? He has room for anomalies. I think the problem is when you try to make anomalies um, normal. In by definition, it's not normal. Whoa, that is that is heavy. Exactly. I don't hate the anomaly that's obviously legitimate. I hate a force thing on right. our children. <laughs> Blair, Blair, what are you doing? What are you like? The, this is fucking the entire purpose of this fucking segment. Alex Jones wants to be fucking absolved of his fucking years and years of fucking creating danger to the LGBTQ plus community. We just ran a story about how someone, not a queer folk, but like someone who was actually just an ally to queer people by putting a pride flag was shot dead. There's so much violence being enacted on the LGBTQ plus community because of assholes like Alex Jones. Because assholes like Alex Jones spend all day being like, well, they're groomers, they're pedophiles, they're coming after your children, they're satanic. Yes, uh, th that's what this is. And then along comes this, uh, this moment for Alex Jones to be like, uh, well, I don't actually I don't actually I'm not bigoted right so I don't actually I don't actually hate LGBTQ plus people uh, what I hate is the indoctrination of children and you're, you're giving me this opportunity now to, to present to the world that that's the case right they can understand that a society is always going to have anomalies there's gonna be people that don't fit into certain expectations and the disarray comes when you try to normalize it to the extent of teaching it in schools putting it in curriculum you know uh, it's one thing to teach your kids that when they you know as they go through life, they're going to see people that are different than them or, or gay or trans or whatever. It's another to be like, so what do you identify as to a four-year-old? Like, that's nuts. You know, it's, it's, it's planting a seed of doubt. So, you know, being anomaly isn't normal. And I don't think not being normal is a bad thing. Like, you're not normal. Definitely you're, not. You're we know the chemicals in the water and the... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the problem being that, like, uh, one group is going to be othered. One group is going to be treated poorly or worse uh, simply for existing uh, because again broadly speaking society is not going to see them as normal right well i mean that's ideally what everyone should be everyone should be uh cis everyone should be heterosexual but that's normal and so then there are obviously deviations from the norm and those are what we have to work on eliminating well perhaps that term is too strong uh changing food are affecting embryos in their mothers particularly in the first few weeks that are changing at least in brain physiology the minds of children and it changes the minds of frogs fish other mammals so so it, it really is true that that's going on 
and that that is that is happening. And, and, and so when I first talked about this decades ago, they would attack me all over the news because they were really scared that I was pointing it out. But now Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has talked about it and so much more. <laughs> it has to be true. He also talked about how COVID was bioengineered to spare Jewish people. So does that mean that's fact all of a sudden just because, oh, well, he said it. So, you know, Robert F. Kennedy. So we're not saying people are bad because of, of, of the, the proclivity of, of what has happened in a genetic mutation in the embryo. Because all embryos, for those who don't know, starts out as female and in the first few weeks no. it then shifts <laughs> no no um i used to believe that uh not too long ago as well because like that was what a lot of people when you watch the science videos on like hey let's talk about natal development it seems like hey there's a lot of things that seem to be uh part of that early stage uh, why do men have nipples for example what's the purpose of that it does seem like uh there is uh you know uh, everyone begins as women and then they change like if you look at what our most modern understanding of this is currently in the current age is that sex not gender this is sex yes sex is a binary uh no more uh, we understand it to be a spectrum yes in that there is a combination of gene expression in which yes most likely it's going to be the 23rd chromosome which is going to be xx or xy typically uh is going to uh express itself in such a way that is going to change the development of a fetus uh, and at the sixth week of development there is a series of parts that are going to develop into one area or another ovaries or testicles for example uh that usually happens the sixth week of development but then that there is a tug of war that is going to be played both with hormones hormones play a very smart i'm uh, sorry a very important role as well as gene expression which is why and now we have an explanation for this you can have people who have the dna uh you know if an archaeologist was to look up their bones they can have the dna of a man male dna but they look like a biological female how does this happen well there are conditions people can have it can have uh and and play out in such a way that they suppress uh the uh re reception of testosterone in their bodies as a result of that even though there may be a uh you know a 23rd chromosome that would typically uh create for male development and suddenly uh that person grows up looking and having all the attributes of a female they don't find out that they have differences of sexual development until much later in life in fact there's even a south african beauty queen who has uh this very very condition and so it's one of those things where no it's it's not that there is a rigid binary as Richard Dawkins is now falling down the rabbit hole of unscientific fucking old Carl Sagan would be so fucking disappointed in you, sir. The very person who was talking about, oh, yes, you know, we, we ought to believe in, in fairy tales and fairies and, and other nonsense such as this one. Truly, at the end of the day, we, we do understand how evolution came to be. And it's like, ah, well, you did to a point. You, it's like you have a cutoff, apparently, where it's like, hey, new information is available. We now have a lot deeper understanding room. about natal development and one of the most fascinating things that we've discovered is that sex even sex yes sex itself is a binary no sorry is, is a spectrum it's a spectrum that, that's fascinating that, that, that's incredibly incredibly wondrous to learn so no not every single person starts out as a female that's that's not what happens here it, it's again every single person has a tug of war that has played out in a number of ways in which hey it, it, the release of hormones play a, a large part as well as the fact that there's gene expression which plays a very large part as well but there are spe specific conditions and there is not simply 
always going to be the 23rd chromosome appearing as XX or XY. Sometimes it's XXY, sometimes it's XXX, and that there is other conditions that we have both identified with this. There is a large percentage of people who have differences of sexual development in which we cannot determine simply based on looking at their genitals, whether they happen to be a boy or a girl. And that, yes, it, it is a pretty fucked up thing that to this day we leave that decision up to parents. There's a lot of cis children who are not trans uh, who uh you know would would identify with the way their doctors identified them who have undergone genital surgery at an incredibly young age because the parents have been told by their doctors your doctor your, your child it used to be known as intersex but now it's differences of sexual development you have to make a decision whether or not you want us to proceed with uh, a procedure that will make them more akin to what we identify as a woman or a man so that's up to you to decide now uh in real time and that expresses it's why men have nipples uh it, it, it's it's lost the saying uh, sex of the spectrum is the same thing that uh, people of color were saying long before europe was thinking the world was flat yep it's it's literally we start out as a female this is all <laughs> mammals do and then no also incorrect completely incorrect and if, the, if it, it depends on the xy chromosome we shift over to that they are literally no <laughs> we just shift over and the xy chromosome appears and all of a sudden it's like whoa knowingly putting chemicals out that do this so we have to understand this has been done like even if you wanted this conspiracy theory to be true the, the it's built on a premise of a complete lie his idea is that we all start out as women and that there room. are certain chemicals that can be released into the water and when these chemicals are released into the water well then they can actually change development inside the womb so uh you know women are drinking the water and then within their very bodies and also people who give birth uh the the child is changing dramatically with intent by the way, they're intentionally trying to turn the kids trans, which doesn't really work out if you don't believe that trans children even exist. Alex, that part's going to be a little bit tricky. You know, you're you're getting into kind of uncharted territory here. So you're going to have to acknowledge then that trans kids exist, but you're just going to add the caveat that it's because of the chemicals in the water. We can't hate the people it's been done to. It's been done to. So we can't hate real trans people. Real trans people, like Blair White, of course, uh, we can hate people who are imposters and then other people who are perverts, uh, deviants, but uh, real trans people, uh, they do exist, and then trans women are women uh, because of the chemicals in the water. There you have it. I mean, I, I guess he's uh, more woke than Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh just doesn't want trans people to exist at all. Same with Michael Knowles. Both of them are like, we would need to eradicate transgenderism from society, that kind of shit. So, yeah, you have been outwoked by none other than fucking... <laughs> Alex Jones, well done. After children, mentally ill children, autistic children that that aren't showing the 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 the, the, the genetic. Uh, Bussiologist says this must be why my mom says she would support me if I was quote really trans, mind you. I've been running the full gauntlet of medical and social transition for four years now. Alex Jones is here. Uh, event to then target them is, is part of something larger that I see as the sterilization of children. And, and, and that's really what they admit this is, is the popularization oh, they admit of sterilizing cool. children. That's why they need to become adults like you did. They need to make a decision. You know, as wild and fucking, you know, ableist and transphobic as Alex Jones is, like a lot of the talking points he was saying are things that like to one degree or another, a lot of people on the right just simply accept as truth. Like, you know, the, there was uh, that moment in the Tim Pool debate where he kept trying to say, you know what I think? I think that you want to genocide autistic people, Lance. I think you want to render them all infertile. And I was like, go on, 
where 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 are you going with this let's let's play this out sure and, you know let's have all of the 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 most squishiest of beanie juice ideas like flow three uh, I'm, I'm listening uh and then it's because uh, he believes that trans people are all rendered sterile simply through transitioning which is also just not true but uh you know quite obsessed with uh you know the genital pleasure of strangers that uh, tim pool is uh and then wants to go down that pathway of being like well i mean they're sterilizing them all is that what you want lance you want all these people to be sterile I want people to have the same basic civil rights as everyone else and the same access to healthcare as everyone else. That's is if you think that's a controversial statement and you want to read into that however you want, go nuts, but that's that's what I'm advocating for. As an adult, so I'm going to shut up cuz I'll talk forever, but I watch your show all the time. You're just as well spoken as I am when I'm not interrupting. So, I'm going to non-stop interrupting. Oh, you're saying he's basing it on Jurassic Park with the life finds away quote. You know what this is? The dinosaurs are breeding. But my grandpa said all the dinosaurs were girls. Amphibian DNA. What's that? Well, on the tour, the film said they used frog DNA to fill in the gene sequence gaps. They mutated the dinosaur genetic code and blended it with that of frogs. Now, That'd be wild if that's his, like, fucking transphobic takeaway from that, because, like, you know, at the very least, what you should be doing is, like, stopping this weird mantra that it's like, oh, yes, uh, sex is binary. Uh, there are two sexes, only two different sexes. Uh, that's it. And that's the sum total of how all mammals are created. And it's like, no, there's actually multiple examples within uh, the animal kingdom of uh, us not being able to define animals strictly within a, you know, sex-based binary. It, it, it doesn't work when there are certain animals who are incapable of changing uh, their sex. Shut up uh, for the next 10 minutes, Blair. Yeah, so... Uh, so that would put us from here... 1555 to we're at 556 so that would put us all the way to the end without uh alex jones speaking once right the end of this clip if that was true and it seems right here he talks so that's he breaks it in just under a minute and then he's talking again here so this is a minute and 37 seconds he's going on yet another diatribe so it didn't did not hold oh you know Obviously, it's one of the things that I get the most backlash for is my stance on trans kids and how there is a social contagion happening. There is a, you know, media-fueled, government-fueled push to, you know, put kids through this pipeline of sterilization, of surgery, of hormones. And it's just so crazy to me because, you know, like I said earlier, I transitioned as an adult. This is a conclusion I came to that that was right for me. I'm all about, you know. It's just like it's so fucked up. I, I don't know, like, how you have to become so hate-filled that you're willing to, again, throw other people, LGBTQ plus people, suffering under the bus like this. When at the end of the day, like, you hear it all the time from, you know, leftist content creators, how it's just like, oh, it's just like the temptation is always there, that, like, fucking lucrative temptation. Just just if you if you want to be one of the, like, oh, please, you know, select me. I, I'm one of the good ones. I, I, I'm a Dave Rubin. Yeah, I'm a Dave Rubin. Yeah, not all gay people are bad. Just the bad ones. All the groomers and pedophiles. But I'm the good one. Yeah, please. Please let me keep getting paychecks. Uh, and it's like, that's all you'll ever be, though. It's going to be one of those things where, like, you know, 
most forms of bigotry as society progresses ideally are going to finally be uh identified for what they are you know you 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 fast forward years and years later like think of how many times Benjamin Dixon or Rebecca have said that like yeah I I know that you know as a black person I would be very useful to the right I there's a lot of uh lucrative opportunities for a black person willing to say ah, I used to be a leftist and now I've left and they've lost their minds they're actually the real racists the real racists are all the leftists who try to tell you about all these like they're, they they talk down to you tell you about like systemic racism and stuff like that when really everyone should just be working hard and if they work hard then they'll get all the same things is is it's really that's the problem right and then boom circuit after circuit after circuit the temptations right there same thing applies to like people who are like yeah I could I could be the the the, the one bisexual who comes on to the, the right on a regular basis to be like, uh, yes, well, everything you're saying is pretty much true. Everything except for there are a few good bisexuals uh, and, and they're the ones who understand the majority of uh, bisexuals are actually groomers and pedophiles. And, and so, like, you know, as one of the few good ones, I actually call out all the groomers and pedophiles, which is the vast majority of the rest of them. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, please, uh, you know, pick me. Individualism and bodily autonomy and just doing what's right for you. And... Uh... Unfortunately, these kids aren't doing what's right for them in almost every case. It's what's being told for them to do. You know, uh, there's a very sick and twisted lie that is told to the parents of these kids and to the uh, kids themselves, which is that, you know, I'm sure you've heard, like, do you want a trans kid or a dead kid is what they say. And it's like, why would you put that dichotomy, that false dichotomy in front of these kids? Transition they, or you're dead. Right. You're you're you're. That's what cis people are doing. That's the problem. It's cis folk. Cis folk are in opposition to this. Cis folk are like trans kids don't exist. Cis folk are like trans kids shouldn't have health care. Trans kids shouldn't be allowed to transition. This is the problem. You're putting that in their head. You're making them feel like those are their two options. And frankly, I mean, any person, any human being who is, you know, concerned at all, whether subconsciously or consciously with self-preservation and living, they're going to choose a tr to be trans over dead. So, you know, it's it's brainwashing. And I wish I fully understood why the government has been pushing it as well, because I understand why the media would, you know, they're very obsessed. How is the government pushing to make people trans? Again, it's that thing where it's like very slight amounts of social progress are suddenly seen by a dominating group as some form of oppression. It's like, hey, by the way, uh, all people should have access to healthcare. Well, what trans people? Uh, yes, trans people are all people. So all people should have access to healthcare. And then, then we should not prevent healthcare just because someone happens to be trans. That shouldn't be uh, an obstacle or a barrier that prevents someone from getting healthcare. And so that alone is like, oh, so you're, so you're saying that I'm oppressed. Uh, this is sish, cis. Erasure. You're, you're trying to erase and, and genocide cis people. Get rid of cis people. Is that what you're trying to do? With wokeism, they're very obsessed with latching onto groups, and nothing really gets, you know, clicks like the trans either. So, so let me ask you this. Right. Let me ask you this then. What is it like to watch giant biological men <laughs> in boxing and MMA and swimming in in track and field, in, in everything, literally beating the snot out of biological women? I've heard you talk about it. Like they're hijacking and saying you represent them. You don't support that. No, no, no. It's it's sick, really. I mean, you're one of the good ones, right? It's like an SNL sketch. It's just like a joke. It's it's you can believe your own two eyes when you look at it. 
and you see that it's a problem. You don't have to go into the weeds of, well, what do hormones do? And what about, you know, the height or the bone mass or whatever? You can list out all those facts of why a biological male is always going to have an advantage, but you don't have to even do that because you can just see it. Like you look at Leah Thomas standing next to. Didn't Blair White make a video like a while ago about how she was leaving politics because everyone on the right lies? It was like, yeah, it was four years ago. I don't know if I'm actually going to upload this video or not. This may just be a diary video. So if that's the case, hello self. And if it's the only internet, hello internet. This is a video that I have tried filming five times now. It is time to just talk about it. And I've wanted to talk about this for about nine to 10 months. So long time coming. Overall, this video is going to be about me, but I'm also going to talk about sort of other people and the political commentary community as far as other, um, I don't know if the word is commentators, influencers, famous people, people with followers, whatever. And this video is not to be messy or expose anyone or cause anyone any sort of, um, you know, stress or bad things happening to them. I just feel like I need to speak the truth too, like for my own sanity at this point. So I've noticed recently a really big influx of people commenting, asking why I've changed recently, why my content's a little different, um, just stating that I've changed in the comments. And it's almost always in a nice way. You know, I think a lot of people are really loving my new content, which is great. Uh, but regardless, people still have questions. So if you're someone who's recently subscribed, hello. You may not know that the way my channel started and the way that I sort of came up and um, became known on YouTube and in the world is through politics. I've done a bunch of different shows, a bunch of political videos, and that was kind of what I was known for and still am, to be honest. People want to know why the sudden change. And it's actually about nine to 10 months worth of really dark experiences that I've had. And quite frankly, secrets that I've kept from you guys and secrets about other people that I've kept. And um, it's just been a lot. So the simplest answer as to why I've steered away from politics, at least recently, and at least for now, maybe not forever, is that quite frankly, I guess just the best way to put it is politics and political commentary specifically has effed up my life. <laughs> And before anyone comments, this video is not to get sympathy. This video is not to make you feel bad for me. I'm simply going to be venting. What's a big problem to me might not be to you. What's a big problem to you might not be to someone dying in Africa. Like it's, it's all relative. In the past two years of me doing political content, whether it be on my channel, on TV, on a show, on a web show, whatever it is, I've had to deal with the FBI twice in regards to really scary, ridiculous incidents and crazy people. And the details of those, I'm not even sure I should really get into. I've moved three times. I had two places up in Northern California and then one down here in LA. And each and every place I've lived, people have driven by, taken pictures of my apartment and or house, whatever it is I may live in, and uh, docks me online, release the address. I guess the purpose of that is just to you know publish my info in the hopes that someone will come and hurt me i really don't know what other sort of motive that could be i've dealt with people entering the place that i live I've had multiple family members employers contacted harassed um i guess because i'm self-employed people can't do that to me so they go and do it to my family i've had multiple incidents in public places where someone has either thrown something at me or said something really disgusting or there's been multiple occasions in bars and in clubs and stuff where people have tried to fight me one incident in particular was in an lgbt club just a few streets over from my house um which you think would be maybe a safe even for someone like me but that wasn't the case um i ended up getting literally it sounds like a movie i ended up getting like circled by like seven or eight, I think they were all trans women, um, wanting to fight me. And that was a really scary situation. And listen, I know I'm not special. I know that a lot of other political commentators will say the same thing, that this kind of thing happens to them. But at the same time, that doesn't make you feel any better, you know, that it happens to other people. Like I still can't go into public with my fiance without something happening. I mean, not every time, obviously, but enough times where um, my family being harassed. And, you know, I am at such a place where I feel like, has it been worth it? That's the question that I've been asking myself so often. Has it been worth it? Was all this energy I exerted in making this content and being this person and doing this political stuff, was it all in vain because it's affecting my life in so many negative ways because, and please don't get me wrong or see me as ungrateful because so many positive things have come out of it as well. I've met many people who I really, really love. I met my fiance through YouTube. I've been able to make a living to where I can support myself and support my family. And I've had so many amazing opportunities I would have never had. Like you guys, I had my first magazine spread the other day. I crazy highs and lows that I feel like are a lot more extreme than if I just did other types of content that make me equally as happy. I don't know if this is the one. I just, I remember there was an old Blair White clip where she basically, she was all over the uh, political circles for basically calling out the right and the way they operate 
but I don't know if it's inside this one. You know, I could be like every other content creator online and be like, it doesn't faze me. Haters, you know, dealing with seeing thousands of people wanting you to die every day is normal, blah, blah, blah. It's not normal. It psychologically affects you. So please just try to look at it from my perspective um, as to why I would want to switch up content and do stuff that makes me happier and makes other people happier. It's like the politics stuff is bringing so much negativity, whether it be someone trying to fight me in a bar in broad daylight, whether it be my family having negative things happen to them or people taking pictures outside of my home where I live with my fiance. Like I just, that just blows my mind. All of those things start to make you question whether or not it's worth it. Yeah, I know she called out the grifting circle. I just, I can't remember which video that's in. I'll have to find it. The women in the competition and it's like. Yeah, pull up Leah Thomas. Like he's like three feet taller. Right. Whereas your bones look like a woman. So I think like biologically people say like, it's like. What do you think? Your bones? <laughs> if there's one thing I can definitely tell is that you've got the bones of a woman. All right. Anyone who says they're not a woman is lying. It's not just because trans women are women. It's the bones. Well, you look like a woman. I mean, look at this. It's ridiculous. It's like Andre the Giant versus. So you're basically just again saying that it's all based on your hot or not. You know, Alex Jones is basically trying to dole out civil rights based on his fucking masturbation schedule. It's it's like oh yeah, I mean yeah, this person is clearly passing it up for my taste, so they, I'll believe that they are a trans woman. Girls. One hundred percent. And you know the other thing is. I'm a double anomaly in the sense of usually trans people who actually transition like myself, they don't want to be on camera like this. They don't want to have a career in the public. They want to blend into society. So that's the other thing stacked against them is they don't speak out because what's in it for them, you know? So it's perfect to steal their identity. Oh, it's perfect. It's a small group. And then even within that, the ones that are really trans usually just want to live, you know, quiet lives. Whereas, you know, I'm out here running my mouth every day, but that's just because I'm called to do it. So. Yeah, and then like you're also making trans people's lives scarier by doing that, by going on these shows and then justifying all of the bigotry of a person like Alex Jones and trying to downplay, oh, uh, Alex Jones isn't actually a bigot. Did you know that he's got uh, a trans friend, Blair White, and, and that he's actually had conversations about this? He even said, you know, uh, trans women are women, Blair White is a woman. That, that's a, a thing that he said. Oh. All of us are trans. All of Oh, man. Gonna have to gonna have to mine this uh, for some some edits. There, there's some some amazing points in here. Of us are being hit with synthetic chemicals, biologicals, radiologicals, electromagnetic. They're giving us shots, not just. Sorry, so have we've gone to that now? Like the chemicals in the water have made us all trans. Like Alex Jones has just revealed to the world everybody's trans. Just the COVID shots that give us this uh, protein, the Al Alpha Gal syndrome. Sorry, but the biological women in the WNBA are physically uh, larger than some guys. Well, it's like it's one of those things where I like I guess it is male insecurity that's usually playing a huge role in all this. Like fucking just nonstop male insecurity that's dominating the conversation being like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, in this case, uh, you know, the, these athletes are getting destroyed by uh, biological males and all this kind of shit. And it's like uh, the, there, there is a variety of different types of people, body types, all, all that kind of stuff. And yes, there's a fucking millions if not you know more maybe maybe hundreds of millions uh, of women who would destroy me in any single uh, competition of, of anything physical whether that's fighting uh, any athletic competition of course that that's just the way the world works there, there's going to be a lot of people who are always going to be faster than you stronger than you doesn't matter if they're men or women uh but what the fundamental principle of this entire discourse is is a should people still have the same civil rights as everyone else whether, whether or not there are faster, stronger women than there are uh, me, that really doesn't matter as to whether or not there should be civil rights equal for all. 
But I guess we're all trans now, according to uh, Alex Jones. So, um, where we can't eat meat anymore. They have mutated us. We are all mutants. We are all being <laughs> being attacked. We are all being targeted. This is the reality. And instead of hating people uh, that 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 have been hit by this, we should talk to them, understand, because we're all in the same boat. In different perspectives, and, and, and it's crazy that that Blair White, since uh, Blair transitioned nine years ago, has been public fighting this before it was the top big issue in the last three four years, and it, it just shows you how the how God works in mysterious ways, and 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 how you have somebody uh, that that they would love to be their spokesperson. I haven't asked you this, but I know. I bet you've been reached out to by Hollywood. I bet you've been reached out to by the power structure. You're an articulate, amazing person, a beautiful person. I, they would love for you to be their spokesperson. I mean, that's what it's coming down to, right? Alex Jones is like, oh, well, I mean, in this case, uh, Blair White is passing to me. And it is attractive to me. And because of that, I, I have to accept that Blair White is, in fact, a woman. So I'll go as far as saying that much. But then I do want to add my Alex Jones tier uh, to this whole thing by saying that, in fact, we are all trans because of the chemicals in the water, ultimately. So, uh, yeah. But instead, you from day one have not been. And, and I think inherently at a spiritual level, I realize that. God's working through you, and it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. I mean, you, how do you feel about that statement? Well, thank you. I mean, I, I struggle with my belief in God. I don't know how much I believe. All right, folks. Oh, I had to go all the way back to uh, four years ago on the progressive voice. I bet you voice. didn't know about this, but don't worry. I got you. So, Blair, and then she follows that up saying, we have the first Republican president acknowledging Pride Month. If you're a conservative who... Oh, this is not even anything it. But straight as the point is acknowledging, celebrating freedom. The fact that being suspected of being anything but straight is a death sentence by the government in many countries still. It's not about sexual friction. And I think you know that. That's a shallow observation. That's just her battling Stephen Crowder. I'll find it. In God, I'm. that's a journey I'm kind of on. And I'm actively trying to get there. Uh, but the older I get, the more I do. And the So Blair White was on Twitter today or yesterday. And she was actually exposing Dave Rubin. Um, other commentators kind of want to be careful with what I even say here, but I moved to LA almost a year ago. And one thing about LA is there's a lot of work here. So a lot of other political commentators, other people who you guys know, I'm not talking about obscure people here. A lot of them either live in LA or they're constantly in and out for work, filming something, doing whatever they do. Um, so I've met almost all of them. People have either been on their show or on a show with them, or I went to a dinner with them, an event with them, or I became close with some of them. The amount of them that I've met that have told me either directly or in a roundabout way that's very clear, um, that they don't believe everything that they say that they believe when they're on camera. A lot of them just flat out don't believe. <laughs> they're just actors. They're just actors. I don't know how else to put it. I had one person who I went on their show and um, and I was in the green room, which is like the makeup room before you go on camera. The host of the show comes in and it's like, hey Blair, you know, small talk. Hey Blair, I wanted you on for a while. So glad you're here. Nice to meet you. Let's take a picture, blah, blah, blah. They pull me aside and say, I just want you to know, Blair, I don't feel any negative way towards you or trans people. I know we talk negatively of trans people a lot on the show, but that's just because it's kind of what the fans want. But it's just kind of where we're at right now. And I was taken aback because I felt like 
that's really fraudulent that you would feel the need to go on air and so after she said this i and everyone else was speculating i i forget who i think mike figueredo from the huge sport i think he had speculated that it was dave rubin i think we were all thinking that the two people who i had I think three people who we had brought it down to was Stein. it was either Dave Rubin, Stephen Crowder, although unlikely, and or Milo Yiannopoulos because we know that Milo and her I think were close for a little bit and that was and we know like he's a fraud and a clown and and whatever and he just kind of says whatever to troll people so we thought that was maybe a minor possibility, but I kind of thought it was Dave Rubin. I also thought it could be Stephen Clam Chowder because. I was thinking about, I was like, hmm, I mean, Dave Rubin doesn't really, like, on his show, there isn't that much trans bashing. Where on Steven Crowder's show, there's a ton of it. Like, he's a total douche about it. So, you know, it turns out to be Dave Rubin. And say something negative about trans people or transgenderism or whatever, but it's not really how you feel. He also said he has, like, a trans cousin or something like that, and that um, he feels bad that they're the butt of every joke on his show or whatever. And I was like... If true, if true, by the way, if it is Dave Rubin, that's like, that's so fucking sad, especially because like, you're just openly admitting to grifting there, right? It's basically like, hey, by the way, uh, I don't hate trans people, just so you know that I actually have a trans cousin, and I really feel bad about the way trans people are treated. I am going to have to contribute to that right now on the show, and I'm going to use you as a pawn in that. So just so you know, I personally, just like when the cameras are off, I just want to tell you, I, I don't feel this way. This is not who I am, okay? But when the cameras turn on, I'm going to say really horrifying bad shit. Okay, so just so you know, but like I just wanted to get ahead of it because it's like, yeah, you know, you seem very nice and I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Almost every person I met after him was almost always consistently like that. Because you start learning things like, oh, almost all of them hire people to tweet and Facebook posts and Instagram on their behalf, tweeting out opinions on their behalf. Which I feel like is unethical right. because if people are following you because they believe you're some intellectual and they trust your opinion and they're going to shape their opinions a lot of times on an issue based on your opinion, and it's not even actually your opinion, it's something that you paid someone um, to assume is your opinion, and, and you're so much of a rigid, like, binary thinker that it's easy just to pay someone, like, yeah, tweet out the standard response, and this is what it is. It's like, I don't respect that. And I don't really know what it is about me in particular that makes people feel comfortable enough to sort of reveal. Okay, so I don't wanna get into too much that video, but that was very important backstory for you guys because this was back in September of 2018. We were like, yo, this is pretty crazy. And someone said, I think in one of my live streams, they were like, joking. yo, Blair White was on her Instagram story calling out Dave Rubin. And apparently that video got deleted. So, Interesting. Very interesting. But like, it goes to show you that that observation that was made a long time ago, that didn't stop Blair from wanting to turn this into a career. Which, yeah, is, is decidedly really, really sad and fucking gross at the end of the day because it is directly contributing towards making not only trans kids, but just like LGBTQ plus people uh, and LGBTQ plus kids, their lives scarier. That's that's what all of this serves. Uh, if uh, if this is the entry point for an Alex Jones to be uh, to go from you know one hundred percent transphobia to ninety percent transphobia, uh, I'm you know that's probably uh, good for him uh, just as a person. But outside of the messaging, it doesn't erase or absolve any of the fucked up shit that he's done. Uh, it's the furthest thing. If anything, Alex Jones is trying to steer this entire ship scene, I guess, the writing on the wall. It's the same thing with the quartering, right? Like, they both kind of made statements where it's just like, man, a lot of, like, the right seems, like, you know, very, like, extreme with the way they talk about trans people. And, like, uh, you know, I like Blair White. Blair White's my friend. I don't see why they're why they're acting this way. And it's like, what, what the fuck do you... What? 
you're, you're all acting this way. You're all contributing towards this just because like every single time Jeremy does another one of his fucking movie reviews and then talks about how like, well, I just worry that what if they start teaching kids that it's okay to be trans and then trans people have a high rate of suicide. Like all that fucking nonsense you're spewing, that all contributes. That contributes to people and most likely your own fan base thinking this way. Just because you happen to have a trans friend whom you like, that doesn't change the fact that all of you are just fucking hypercharged with bigotry. The older I get, the more I feel like, even though I'm actively choosing, you know, all the things that I do, you know, I've made a choice not to, Clean up your you know, room. assimilate to the talking points of the left because it would get me more popularity. And make no mistake, I know for a fact it would, right? <laughs> well, talk about that. I, I've never yeah. asked you, but have you... <laughs> what are you talking about? You tried. It didn't work. If you're doing videos where you're like, uh, I just got to come clean. The writer, all a bunch of grifters. They pull me uh, to the side and tell me they don't actually hate trans people, but then they do transphobic segments. And I know that they use me to do this. And a lot of them say that they actually don't hate trans people. And they have trans friends and cousins. And they're really sad about the way this is all being treated. But at the end of the day, they got to make that bag. Like. The fuck? Ben, I'm sure they've reached out to you. Oh, for sure. You know, there's been just things over the years that are, you know, I've been, you know, sort of asked to come. What money on the left? There, There's a very small percentage of people who can actually like do this for a living. And of those people, I count myself very privileged amongst. But every single person I know at the same tier as me is always saying like, holy shit, you just see the, the fucking the nonstop fucking like that's why Dave Rubin would go from, hey, by the way, TYT, can I have a show? Here's how much I want to be paid. And like, <laughs> no. What, are you serious? You, you want us to pay you that? No. What do you think we pay ourselves? <laughs> That's, we, we don't pay ourselves that much money. Dave, what are you thinking? And then boom, oh, all of a sudden Dave Rubin has his own show and his own studio and it's all heavily funded and he's on the PragerU circuit and all of a sudden he's talking about how he left the left and oh wow, things are doing great for Dave. He's He takes a fucking month-long vacation every year and then boasts about it. Like, oh yeah, I, I just disconnect for a month. I, I do it to help my own brain. I don't do anything but watch Marvel movies. So what's going on? compromise my values for a lot of things and i think now it's kind of understood that i'll never do that i've been very consistent for almost a decade now oh the quartering um that's that but uh yeah you know that's why people think you know they call me sometimes a grifter or that i'm just like you know faking my opinions for popularity on the right as if i wouldn't have 10 times the popularity on the left if i had those talking points. you'd be hosting a national tv what what are you talking about <laughs> Yeah, yes. You would join all the other primetime uh, trans uh, hosts of national television. I mean, the vast majority of them are now trans, right? I guess if Alex Jones thinks all people are trans because of the chemicals in the water, then technically, yes, uh, the, the mainstream TV hosts are also trans. I would have maybe two or three shows on CNN, uh, but I would rather die than do that because I don't want to ever have to mute any part of myself to of course yeah no naturally and even though you have already done this and you know you're on camera talking about that but yeah sure you don't you don't want to go down that right but you would have 10 times the money can't forget that yeah all that lucrative leftist money coming from deep pocketed billionaires who want to see an end to capitalism Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form. Available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free. Just like the podcast. Thank you kindly to our Lord and Saviors, Peyton L. Just and Xander Corvus. Without you, we are nothing. And now, a shout out to our Knights of the Square Table. Amazing Flesh 
Anna Loves Riley, Adrian McCarthy, DM Rivera, Doug Cady, Everything Important, Hegbard Celine, Izzy Solidarity, La Media Panza, Matthew Scarborough, Multimondi, Nettle, Omni, Peanut Butter Blonde, Political Papi, Quiet185, Rachel K, Riley and Anna, Roller Dragon, Kubi, Sir Nickus, Spinach Monster, Stellar Vision, Sebastian Dimmel, Thomas, Trevbot EXE, Lucidry, Words Greenwood, Shell Alvarez, Tony Perkins, Thomas, O'Pecker, Travis McClinton, and Victoria Bell. Thank you so much. And a huge shout out to all the other people who make this entire show possible. Without you, it would not exist. If you can support us, please go to patreon.com slash the surfs, and even $1 can help unlock all of the little goodies and help make this show entirely possible. 